Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. Harvey Dent, can we trust you? You know what? It, I'm glad you picked that voice to do today, because... There is my favorite hero is under attack, Johnny. He's not just under attack on any day. He's under attack on his birthday. It is like Matt Matt Reeves tweeted out a happy birthday to Batman. Hey, here's a tease of what the new Batman logo might look like. We have a new Pennyworth series that's going to be coming to DC Universe. We're actually going to talk about that today. But my superhero, my guy, Batman... Is under attack, and we're going to get into that as well. Before I go into the show, first off, welcome in to the Rick and Johnny podcast, your one-stop shop for movies, entertainment, TV, nerd culture, superheroes, basically, Johnny, everything under the two nerdy suns. Today, we are diving into Zack Snyder attacking superheroes and Batman, um, just going after all of them, and basically being a huge baby. We're going to go into that. I have some strong feelings and opinions about Mr. Schneider, uh, Mr. Zack Schneider. Um, We're also going to look at that Pennyworth TV series. We got a trailer for at WonderCon. We're going to talk about that. What should we expect from this Batman prequel? Then we're going to end the show with some good old-fashioned Star Wars and look at a Star Wars 9 theory involving Kylo Ren and Ray as we get ready for that movie at the end of 2019. Before we dive into everything, two things I got for you guys. First off, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. It's the lifeblood of MVP. It's how you guys help support us, make sure we can keep doing what we do for you guys each and every day, each and every week, and you can support us for as low as $1. And if you join us at the $10 tier, you can come join a podcast that you want once a month And talk about the topics you would like to talk about or the topic you would like to talk about. Also, make sure to check out our Dumbo review. We went and saw Dumbo. We did the review. Make sure to check that out. That's on mostvaluablepodcasts.com and podcast services around the world and, of course, our YouTube page. But, Johnny, let's get into everything. And the first thing on the docket is a little bit about good old Zack Snyder. Like, I'll be completely honest. I can't wait until the day I never have to hear his name when we talk about DC movies anymore. Because it just seems like the first thing I will say Mm -hmm. is he's actually smart in these comments. Because by saying that, because getting uh, fat nerds like me or nerds in general like me upset about the comments, he actually wins. Because then we talk about him, we get his name in the internet, and he continues to stay relevant. Yep. Which part of me is like, kudos to you, Zack Snyder, but I am going to fall for your trap right here. Um, So, Johnny, we're going to look at why Zack Snyder 
is wrong about not just Batman, but superheroes in general. And the kind of article, the fodder that we have at the start to go off of is, first off, Zack Snyder was, during the event, Zack Snyder, the director's cut, charity event that he held at Art Center College of Design in Pasadena, he said a few things. One quote I have here, this is about his defense of his murderous Batman. He said, and I quote, once you lost your virginity to this effing movie, talking about Watchmen, and you come and say to me something about, like, my superhero wouldn't do that, I'm like, are you serious? I'm, like, down the effing road on that. It's a cool point of view to be like, my superheroes are innocent. That's cool, but you're living in an effing dream world. And not just has he attacked Batman. Well, I'm saying attacked Batman. He's defending his version, which is wrong, in my opinion. There is also, I'm looking for if there's the quote here. There's not an exact quote in this article. There's a video. Um, but Zack Snyder talked about, um, so the tweet says from at Boomborks, if you want to look it up. Um, Zack Snyder talked about CMBs or CBMs and how he enjoys watching the Avengers movie, but you also have to be open to other ideas. Johnny, this just sounds to me like Zack Snyder's all upset that we didn't like his movie and we got to be open to other ideas. That's what it sounds like to me. Anyways, what about what does this sound like to you though? Before I completely lose my mind, um, I'm trying to think how to go about his what he's saying because yeah, it sounds like he's trying to defend his version of Batman. But I mean, mm-hmm. you, you don't just because you didn't make as good as a movie and don't try to compare it to Marvel one because <laughs> yours wasn't that good. They found their formula and they stuck to they're sticking to it for the most part. But what did they do at the beginning, Johnny? Phase one was Marvel taking risks. I mean, no, no, they were staying no. cookie cutter to what, well, the, what the comic fan would. The like. initial movie was the risk, and then they stuck with. They exactly. like, okay, this formula sort of works. Exactly. Let's stick with it. But like, think about it this way: like, we have gripes now about like, oh, that's different from the comics. I don't know if I would have done that. But nobody on the Marvel side with the newer movies gets super freak out if they change something from the comics. It's because they've built. We've built a trust with Marvel. Yeah. That, yes, we know you did something different, but we trust you that you're going to make a good movie. If you come out right away going, hey, we're changing this. We're going to be different. Comic book fans, we're all the same. We love these characters. They are. We see we ourselves least, in these characters. We at least like you like Marvel does, mm-hmm. at least taking from source materials. Yes. And, yeah, you make your own alterations and... Make it your own, but mm-hmm. at least they're sticking with source materials and then they're referencing things from the comics just for fun. Mm-hmm. At least they're doing all that. Because, like, my biggest thing with – I just want to look at the Batman comment where I'm going to read it one more time mm-hmm. where he said, once you lost your virginity to this effing movie, Watchmen. First off, right there, I look at that and go, really, dude? Like, I get you're trying to be edgy and you're an edgy guy and you like dark movies. But, like, come on, have a little tack. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kevin Feige would never come out and say that. Um, but the more important part is when he's saying, like, I'm down the road, you got to be open to new ideas. Like, when you're saying your superheroes are innocent, you're living in a dream world. First off, 
superheroes are a dream world for us. Exactly. They're an escape for people. It's an escape from the real life. And for me, this is me personally. And if you're a Batman out fan, Batman fan out there, whether you agree with Zack Snyder, whether you disagree with Zack Snyder, I want to ask you this question. I'm talking to you, the Batman fan, right now. Whether you agree or disagree with Zack, is it not been one of the best things about Batman has been his kind of, I want to call it like a code of justice, where it's like, yes, I want to bring this guy in, but I am not going to stoop to their level. Because it was always to me that Batman had this line that he was not going to cross. You do not kill. Because if he crossed that line and he killed somebody, he is just as bad as the Joker. He is just as bad as him. And that's that was the divide of like, yes, we are very similar. I take the law into my own hands. But I don't do that. I will not cross over into that insanity. The one thing I will, I'm going to make a slight, mm-hmm. slight counter-argument to your side, and I'm not mm-hmm. defending Sna- Zack Schneider when I say yeah. this, because that's not where he came from when mm-hmm. he made the, his comments. Exactly. 1970s Batman kill, did mm-hmm. kill. It was, um, let me see, I actually looked it up. He did it, but it was like, it was a decision made, and Batman's had to make exceptions. Mm-hmm. But like that's 70s Batman. It's not like he said, well, I went with like the 1970s Batman mm-hmm. era where... Yes, he killed people, but this was like just, he made no defense in that case. He no. just said, oh, well, open up your mind. So it's like, it's like, well, no. And what you and I are used to mm-hmm. are ni- is the 1990s Batman. Yeah, we're not no used killing. to the 70s Batman. Exactly. We That's weren't what, alive when it but was But I'm around. saying like, if he had made an mm-hmm. argument like that, I could say, okay, fine. Even Adam you made we- your argument. Even Adam West Batman didn't well, yeah, kill. I know it was 60, on TV. And well, in the 60s, it said they, mm-hmm. him, neither his villains killed. In the 70s, they eased up and mm-hmm. Batman would kill occasionally. But it's like, okay, but you didn't like state that. You stated, open up your mind, See, I have, have a different opinion. It's like, okay, if you had made an argument for mm-hmm. making it like, okay, I went with this era Batman, this Batman does kill. Yeah. Okay, fine. I would like. I would say, okay, I'll let it go. But he did not. Therefore, mm-hmm. your his argument is like just being a kind of a dick about things. And here's the thing of why I hate. I'll be honest. I hate Zack Snyder. I've never met him. I've never talked to him. Um, I don't even know him personally. But I really. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say hate. I'm gonna take it back. I strongly dislike yes. Zack Snyder. That's hate's probably a better way to. Hate's a strong. It word. is a strong word. I've only hated a few people in my life, and I can count them all on one hand. Mainly with two fingers. Um, but I strongly dislike him. And the reason why is, first off, this attitude that I get from yeah, this exactly. quote. Of like, first off, I can see why you're doing it because I'm assuming at a charity event that he is running, most of the people there are going to be on his side. Exactly. So yeah. he might be feeding in to the audience. I want to give him that benefit of the doubt. But when I read these, I go, dude. Totally immature. Like Exactly. Like, uh, it, that takes away in general. But here's the thing that I have the most problem with is I don't have a problem with him saying the open your mind thing. Because there are parts where I feel like comic book fans, we need to be open to new we things. We do, like, yeah. The movies and these producers and everything – are not going to do everything exactly like it is in the comics. They're not going to be ex- copy and paste. That would be extremely boring. It boring would be like, and kind of difficult. 
Yeah. To some degree. Exactly, because you can do things in print that you can't do on the silver screen. Exactly. Because in print, anything is possible. Even like in animation, anything is possible. In the real world, you have physical limitations. And that's the great part about the movies is they kind of play into those, depending on which ones. I mean, obviously, there's Superman, there's Thor, there's Hulk, mm -hmm. and those things are unrealistic. But to some degree, some of them try to like dial it back to this wouldn't be able to happen Mm -hmm. in this case. And I will say this, just to go off of that, is... The reason why I hate the Batman thing so much, and, like, I bring up the killing thing, and, like, is Batman killing, just him killing in general, bad? No. (coughs) But what it tells me is that you completely disregarded what the actual character was about, because the Batman that has been set up in the DCEU, that... Nolan is done. Like, I know Nolan wasn't DCU. Like, technically, BVS was the first true Batman we were getting. Yeah. Okay. DCEU. But the Batman that DC has always done and Warner Brothers has always done is kind of like that I don't kill. But it's a line that you can play with and a story element that is so relatable of like, because how many times have we been? Like, you could be the perfectly sane person. And just somebody gets you so mad to where you just say the statement of like, oh, fuck, I want to kill him. Like, mm-hmm. but you're actually not going to do you're it. You're never going to do it. But like, you just say it. Batman plays with this line because there are some things where if Batman, I bet you Batman would love to take the Joker's neck and just snap it like a couple pieces of salad. Thomas Wayne it? Like, just bam and break it off. Yeah, Thomas Wayne it. Um, but it's a line that. There's a mental kind of line that, like, you play with there. Mm-hmm. And it's relatable to the watcher of, like, oh, my God, he is fighting these feelings. Kind of similar to how, like, I fight things in my real life. Like, that's what you can sit there. And it draws you in. Just to say, no, we went off of the 70s Batman. Well, there was no setup to that Batman. You just drop this Batman in. We were all expecting what we have kind of been set up for from DC movies. And you change, you did a 180, and it's like, whoa, where is this coming from? But like I was saying, I can understand he had gone back and made the argument mm-hmm. of like, hey, I went with a 70s era mm-hmm. Batman where, yeah, he's going to kill Set when he needs to. Set it up a little bit better. I, I'm saying, and it just it doesn't even need to be set up in the movie that way. Yeah. Because guess what? It's up to his interpretation, just mm-hmm. like us thinking like when... When we, like, drop into the movie, we have an expectation, Mm -hmm. but we also need to realize, okay, had he decided to go a different era Batman, just like different era Thor, Wolverine, Mm -hmm. whatever, that was their choice to go in that stylistic era, but he didn't make that argument. He just said, open up your mind, blah, 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 compared to the Watchmen, then Mm -hmm. compared to Avengers. That's like when we um, did the topic of, uh, I don't remember who who said it, but the argument that uh, you didn't see Nick Fury not do it. Oh, yeah, that was in the Captain Marvel. The Captain Marvel. Yeah. uh, I think that was the the director. Was that it? I don't remember, but, like, didn't use the the pager, basically. Oh, that was Kevin Feige that said that. Kevin Feige. Yeah, Feige said that. Feige, it's just that was the one time you were like, man, I'm usually behind Kevin Feige, but I got to tell it. Kevin Feige, that was a weak-ass answer. Yeah, and we actually gave him, like, hey, this is maybe the answer you should have given. 
Same to you, mm-hmm. Schneider. You should have like maybe done your research or something, and not just <laughs> should have done your research. I love it. You should <laughs> not saying that he hadn't done his research, but I want to say that he did on your fucking argument, though. That. Oh and, yeah, okay. I thought you about the should have done research on Batman, bruh. No, like, no, you should have done your fucking research before you made this dumbass argument. Yeah. No, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if mm-hmm. anyone gets mad that I'm swearing about this, but mm-hmm. I get pissed when someone just makes dumb comments like this and just kind of speaks stupid. Speaks out of their ass and goes <laughs> again. Well, you didn't see. You didn't see him not do it. Or what? What was the quote again? Uh, Open up your mind. Yeah. Um, oh, there's another. I thought this article that I had is going to have it written out, but there's another tweet of. So the tweet says, "Lol, Zach shutting that shit down." It's basically about how uh, I'm assuming it's the one he made about Batman because the front of it is Zack Snyder explains why his heroes aren't innocent. And that's kind of a thing I want to get to is the heroes not being innocent is not the problem because I want to go back to his Man of Steel movie. Yeah. I didn't hate Man of Steel. Like Man of Steel to me, I remember sitting in a theater with Dave. My biggest gripe was they didn't have a post credit scene, but that was like at the beginning of the DCEU. And and they're not really... Marvel was just training us on that to where I just expected all superhero movies yeah. to do it because it then teases the next thing that you guys Maybe, are thinking Maybe, I think because that's because uh, DC was testing the waters because they were like, I don't know what's going to happen And yet. they probably didn't want to copy Marvel exactly. Yeah, exactly. But like the thing I liked about Man of Steel, although I didn't think it was a perfect movie, is I liked how they tackled one of the biggest challenges with Superman in a movie mm-hmm. is making him relatable to a human. Like yeah. making him relatable to an actual human because, oh man, for this conversation, I wish Pete, who um, has joined us on our wrestling discussions, was here because he's a huge Superman fan. And the thing that he always, me and him have gotten into arguments before, not like real, like hated he, arguments. Not hated, but like just. But just, I should say more of a discussion. Yeah. Because I'm Batman. Debate, maybe. Exactly. I'm Batman. He's Superman. And the reason why Batman has always been my favorite superhero is from a kid, he has been the most relatable to me. Out of any superhero, if I truly wanted to, I could be Batman tomorrow. I could put in the work physically. I could spend money and become Batman. Now, of course, you're probably saying, well, Ricky, you're not a billionaire, but you can become a budget Batman. How many of them do, like the Seattle area, when you'd see on YouTube, like the this guy walks down the street and he's like a modern-day superhero. Like, yeah. That is Batman. People can do that. Also, he's an actual person. He's one of us. Mm-hmm. And, like, the demons that are in his head from the trauma of losing his parents is very relatable. Were my biggest problem with Superman from a kid's standpoint, why I never associated, never connected with them, is I never related to him. I can't be that. I can't be Superman because I'm not Kryptonian and I don't have those superpowers. But like Pete goes into, like for him, he was so relatable to Superman because that is Superman's problem of him relating to us. And it's basically do like the old Superman of like do the right thing and like the like the comics they would have where it was like the PSAs about Superman. It was about like do the right thing, be a right student. If you see bullying, tell um, your teachers about it, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
And I like how Zack Snyder in Man of Steel tried to make Superman human in some way. Yeah. Tried to make him human. And I feel like that's the biggest challenge for a Superman movie. That's why that I was, was like, oh, it's it a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't step away from it long. That was a fantastic movie. I mean, like, mm-hmm. oh, that was an okay movie. Because, yeah. you know, I, I mean, there's some elements to it. It's like, okay, I got none of the actual... Mm-hmm. Su- I felt like I didn't get any of the actual Superman we knew. Yeah, it wasn't dark. Like, you could it say was, it was dark, but it was, to me, real. It was real, but it was, like, borderlining Batman... Mm-hmm. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like the co- like I'm talking about like the colors and like how the like well that too but I mean the tone was like the tone just, just like yeah it's a little closer to Batman but well, it's like to me it was like a little too close to Batman where it's like you could have had a little few signs where he was a little bit more mm-hmm. like Superman-y. Superman-y? yeah let's just go use that as a verb or a adjective whatever the fuck you want to call it Superman-y about things <laughs> I wanted to see a little bit more of that in that movie but like I the mean the great American hero kind yeah because like, I mean like I 1950s get... action comics where he's yeah exactly well, I mean just even like in the uh, cartoons we used mm-hmm. to watch or the, yeah. he was like a the little bit series. a little bit boy scoutish that's that's what we're looking for and they for. didn't hit that until mm-hmm. um Justice League yeah, they didn't hit that till Justice League when Superman revived. Spoilers dude, if somehow you haven't seen that by dude, now. Justice League was the perfect Superman. It was. It when was he, the perfect Superman. When he finally came mm-hmm. to yeah, up there. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that, that was, was Superman. And that, of course, was like a, oh, shit, we fucked up. We got to kind of reboot some stuff here. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, it's not like I have a problem with everything Zack Snyder's done. Like, Watchmen, Watchmen I remember was great. watching that in high school and loving it. Watchmen was great. I loved um, I, it. I can say I am one of the few people um, that saw it early enough in theaters to I saw the massive blue dong because um, <laughs> after a couple weeks, they were like, we can't show that. We need and to take that out. Yeah. They basically cut the massive blue. They cut it to where you see him walking, but it's like cut off at the waist. Um, yeah. On screen, I saw massive blue dong. And every time uh, Manhattan was walking around, it was just sitting there swinging. It was just swinging left to right. And it was like, as a high school kid, a little, A, intimidating. B was like, I can't take my eyes off of it. Why can't I take my, I need, look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. Okay, this is weird. Look ah. back down at it. Nope, that's weirder. Look, it was just a weird thing for a high school student who's trying to, uh, you know, mature and come into his own. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Ricky and little Ricky got through it. Um, but basically, like, is I that what you call it? Yeah. Little, <laughs> I didn't like what I didn't have a problem with Watchmen. I didn't have a problem with Man of Steel. My biggest problem with this is that you have a core of a character. Like, let's bring back the Marvel thing that yeah. you brought up earlier of like, yes, they might try some risks and do something different with the story. But whether it's Captain America, whether it's Iron Man, whether it's Thor, whether it's Captain Marvel, whether it's Spider-Man. They never change who the character is and how they act. Exactly. They don't change their personality. They change the storylines around them. And I feel like that's why fans are so upset with this because they felt like it was you are changing a big key personality trait with Bruce Wayne, with Batman. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and again, like I said with the 70s Batman thing, I'll go back to that one mm-hmm. because. He, you're right. He still Did made a, he still made a choice though. Like mm-hmm. I'll read I'll read it verbatim. The first thing that comes up when you type uh, "Did '70s Batman kill?" Yeah, 
After being revised in I'll verbatim. After being revised in 1964, Batman would never kill, and usually never. Neither would his villains. It was all heavily censored. The censorship was eased in the 70s. Very recently, Batman did kill and use a gun, but it wasn't a simple retcon or editorial mistake. It was a decision made in Batman's mind to make an exception. He -hmm. made exceptions. So, like, okay, this person, this is the only way this is going to happen. Like, but, like, didn't he kill, like, multiple just... Low tier yeah. grunts in mm-hmm. Batman v Superman. Yeah, where Gatling gun is just exactly basically like in the in like the little like what crack house that he was raiding the, or something. The warehouse. Wasn't the warehouse. It? Yeah, yeah, that was like near the end ish area. But like, area of it was just like middle. for me. Yet again, didn't grow up on seventies Batman. Exactly, I grew up on and the I get ba- that. I grew up on the Batman where it was like knock him unconscious. Tie him up, leave him hanging, and stuff like that. Also, I find it funny. The last thing I was going to bring up with Zack Snyder was he. Uh, what's the phrasing I want to use for this? Um, explains what led to the Martha scene. Yeah. In BVS. Yeah, I didn't read that one. And I'll read you the quote. Yeah, go it ahead. It says, "It's funny because screenwriter Chris Torrio and I, we did we did reach that point in the movie in our discussions." We knew how to get them to fight, right? But how do you get them to stop fighting? You kill That's them. a tough one. We And we sort of were just throwing down on their humanity, and Batman realizes Superman has humanity. He's not a creature. He's a man. He's an alien, but he is as human as, in a lot of ways, he's, uh, he's more human than him, right? He sort of embraced all the good parts of the human race. And so Batman's able to sort of see in a lot of ways a thing that he is not. And I think that that was how we started to talk about it. Then we started to talk about how it could work and if it was Lois that said it, maybe it's better. It's that kind of thing. Look, it's a mythological construct. I have no problem with that part of it. And for me, I listen to that. And the first thing I think of is like, Zach, you're right. How do you get them to stop fighting? Mm -hmm. It's what we talked about, how Superman, I didn't see him as human, much like Batman did not. Exactly. But he just saw him as a threat. He takes every, like the good parts of, he he wants to see the good in humanity. And I just feel, me personally, the Martha thing wasn't the right way to do it. Do I have an option of like, yes, you should have did this instead? No. But I just feel like I feel like that's something because we even see it on our side. We're like we have a podcast. We have a video that we're going to do. And we mean to say it like this. And you never know how something is going to land. Yeah, anything exactly. we say on a podcast, anything that we put out, we don't know. Like this discussion, we don't know how many Zack Snyder fans clicked out after – Two minutes after I called him a whiny baby at the beginning. Yeah. Before we actually started a discussion and I got all my imma- immaturities out at the beginning of the segment. But, like, that's something that I look at with this is you could have all these thoughts of, like, yeah, this is what we were thinking. But it didn't land right. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. 
Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm a lawyer trying to, like, make my case for why Zack Snyder's wrong. Yeah. I mean, and here's the other thing. It's going to kind of hit, like, not that either you... Uh, how do I phrase this? Mm-hmm. I'm not as uh, critical on that scene as you got as uh, like you are, for example, because I know you didn't you didn't like that scene. You thought it was dumb. What am I correct? The Martha scene, yeah, dude, totally stupid. Uh, the only thing I think about too is jumping back into the movie when you have like nightmares like he did, where you see your mother's grave and you see what blood come out of it and a bat sh- was shot out of it. Right? Say that one more time. In in the dream sequence, his mother, there was blood dripping out of the yes. grave. And then all of a sudden, this bat monster shot out of it. Did it not? Am I remember that correctly? I think you may be. It may have been a parademon. Parademon. Whatever yeah. it was. Not a bat monster, a parademon. It may have been the parademon. Okay. I didn't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but something popped out of her grave. That kind of sticks in your mind. Mm-hmm. And like, there's probably something that, like in the back of his mind he's still thinking about over and over again, even when he's fighting Superman, mm-hmm. when he's doing all the research on this other shit. And then all of a sudden, someone says his mom's name and goes, why did you say that? Like, it was the scripted kind of dumb in that mm-hmm. sense at that point. Why did you say that name? Exactly. But it's like, it would have been more so better if he just like, Drop the thing and just like backed off or something, mm-hmm. or found another way to go about. Like I get maybe the idea of using the n- same name thing, but go a different way about using it. Then I just came up with how I would do it. Okay, go how ahead. I would change it. So take the Martha thing, throw it in the garbage, burn it on fire. We never see that ever again. While they're fighting, mm-hmm. or something in their fight, something that either Lex has done. Or it to me, what would hit more is because of their fighting, a building structure starts to fail. Mm-hmm. And you see, to me, I'm thinking like a little girl or like a little girl and their mother, basically like a, a few people, like two, maybe three people that look like they're in danger. And in that moment, Superman breaks out of whatever fight that he's in with Batman and zooms over to save them. And Batman sees this and in that point realizes that I know it's not going with the entirety of the like humanity thing. Like, hey, we both have the same mother named Martha. Mm-hmm. Really, Zach? That's your point of connecting just because we had this. Your mom, like our moms could have the same name, but your mom could be an asshole. Like it, it, the name doesn't mean anything. To me, not that your mom's mom is an asshole. She's a beautiful lady and a great lady, much like mine. But that's my point. Like, the name doesn't mean anything. But seeing if Batman saw Superman jump into action, he would see, like, oh, I get it now. He's not a monster. He's not an alien. He sees himself as one of us. And cares about us and wants just the best for this world. Maybe that's me reading into it. Maybe someone else would see that and it wouldn't land right. But that to me right there of actually seeing Superman jump into action, a careless action to save a little girl or a girl and her mother or something would get that same point across without having, Why did you say that name? I love my mother. No, that's fucking stupid. Come on, man. What do you think? Am I being too critical of it? Um, no, I can agree with you to some degree on uh, going about it that way. But 
I think what would make it more humanitarian, I guess, to try, try and find, probably lack a better word, um, you have to put Superman in some sort of eminent danger. Because, yeah, we already know, and I think Batman even knows, he's invincible to most of this stuff. A building's going to fall. All he has to do, really, if he wanted to, was huddle over them and use mm-hmm. his body as a shield. Yeah. But, like, let's say... I don't know something with the kryptonite that Batman keeps using is like still weakened his state Mm -hmm. or like there's like he he like nicked him and there's like some kryptonite still on where it's like something to make him actually like him in danger and save the family then I'll go with that Mm -hmm. one only because like that's kind of troping it out it's a work in progress yeah I'm just telling you though I'm just saying though that's like kind of troping it out where it's like make put him Mm -hmm. put him in in himself in danger. The the image that I had in my head because yeah. I'm thinking of that final scene where like there's fire all around mm-hmm. is some type of stone going to be falling on the family. Superman is there to pull it up. You see the strain on his face because yes, he's Superman, but still there are some things where it's like, dude, you were just trying like you were given all your energy to fight Batman, like that could affect you in some way. Some Superman stand will tell me I'm wrong, which do, because I'm more of a Batman guy than a Superman guy, but I'm seeing strain on his face as he's just pushing it up, fire all around, to where if I'm watching, like, Batman from the outside, not only do I see that, but it adds that danger aspect that you're talking about. Yeah, again, like, that's why, like, Mm -hmm. the things I know about Superman, it's like, those don't are really danger for him. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, again, or if you made, made it so that, like, they both swing into action because, hey, someone else is in danger. We need to put our petty fucking fight aside for a second. Or, or, if you didn't make Lex Luthor the Joker, um, and you tied in somehow where Lex gets bat like, has kryptonite or something... Weaken Superman, or you find out that Lex has captured Superman's mom. Because then you could say, oh, it doesn't matter about what her name is. It's just the fact of, oh, wait, he has a family just like I did. And then you can tie in with Batman the same thing you were trying to tie in with Martha, where I got one his for you. mom is still alive, my mom is dead, I don't want him to go through the same fate I went through. Holy shit, we're in this together, not apart. Okay, I got one for you. Then mm-hmm. this will kind of. Or you just don't have him fight in the first place. Like, no, no, because it's Batman idea. v Superman. No, have I know. Him fight. But, or just don't have a BVS movie. Because Alien versus Predator was so good. Freddy versus Jason was such a good movie. The versus movies don't work. But go ahead. Well, I mean, Alien versus Predator was probably the best of the verses. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason wasn't bad. The worst is BVS. Like that's just a flaming. Yeah, but B- Batman versus Superman isn't it actually a thing in the comics too? What isn't Batman versus Superman a thing in the comics once in a while? I mean, uh, there are, and that's the thing that I think Zack Snyder's trying to hint at without fucking saying the right thing. Is yeah, like the first the thing he could have just said was multiverses, man. Yeah, your Batman is in a different multiverse than mine. Boom, would have shot it down. But go ahead with yours. Um, so you know how they were having the fight. Mm-hmm. Batman has a few little Kryptonian weapon, or not Kryptonian, Kryptonite weapons. Yeah. Where like he had the two canisters that actually pff, mm-hmm. Kryptonite dust in the face. Yeah. What if it's like 
like there's someone inside that building starting to collapse mm-hmm. because he's got that kryptonite weapon it's a little too close to Superman. He's holding up the beams and Batman just sees this for a second and Superman actually says, get him out of here. Whoever, like yeah. whoever he's got saved. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes like you see, you see the whole situation of he's got this krypton this, mm-hmm. the kryptonite weapon that Batman had. The spear. Too close. Yeah. Too close to him. So where he's like, try- that's why he's straining to hold up the building. I'm all for it. You took my idea and made it better. Yeah. He's trying to hold that building up mm-hmm. just enough time for Batman to get whoever it is out of there. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You get that humanity thing. That's why you got to, Without like, the dumb, what was your mother's name? Oh, we have a mom with the same name. We do. We just become best friends? Yep. Want to do karate in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> like, I love stepbrothers, but I <laughs> fucking hate the Martha thing. Um... Anything you think, this has been a long discussion. You know what I would love to do? Huh. And I just thought about this on the podcast. A little brainchild of ours. I know we've said this before. I'm going to say it again on the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Um, little brainchild of ours has been to do, like, I don't know what we're going to call it because in review has been taken by other um, YouTube channels, and I don't want to call it in review. Mm-hmm. But I would love to do, like, like how we were going to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. but watch it in time, where it's basically you watch, uh, I think it's, it, uh, the first few are like, you watch Captain America first, into Captain Marvel, into this, yeah. and you watch them, how they would come out in chronological order. I still have that idea. We still have it on the back burner of doing those review podcasts and having that be a series. I would love, absolutely love, to do a kind of, this isn't the name, but this is like what it would be, kind of like a DCU in review, where we take the Zack Snyder film, so up until Justice League, I would mm-hmm. say, because that's when Zack Snyder was officially cut, um, and we kind of rewatch them and have a discussion about them, and I would love to rehab, I would love to bring this topic back up, this discussion back up. With Pete here as well. Because, like, that was something I was thinking about of, like, man, this is something that you and I have such great conversation here, but there's so many other opinions that we could get on this. And, like, I don't know about you, I've actually had a really fun time to talk mm-hmm. about I thought, coming into this, I thought I was just going to get mad. My blood pressure was going to boil. I made sure to not take my pills last night and take them this morning so that they'd all work in and they'd be, like, just a little bit fresher um, when we started the podcast because I was like, my blood is my blood is going to be boiling when we talk about Zack Snyder tomorrow. But I feel like this has been a nice discussion, mm-hmm. and I've really enjoyed it. A really nice start to the podcast. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. First off, are you on the side of Zack Snyder? Or are you not on the side of Zack Snyder? And I'm not saying that for a hate reason. So if you're a Zack Snyder fan and someone says they're against Zack Snyder, don't bash them in the comments. This is just for I want to know what point of view you're coming from. Are you somebody who is a fan of Zack Snyder? Are you someone that is not a fan of Zack Snyder? And then anything we talked about, his comments about the superheroes, how we're living in an effing dream world, his comments about how, oh, I like the Marvel Universe, but people have to be open to different ideas, the Martha scene, anything that we talked about in this segment. Let us know what you guys are thinking down below 
in that comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And first off, if you're on YouTube, whoop, as my tablet almost falls, the audio listeners are like, whoa, Ricky, what's going on? YouTube listeners are like, whoa, don't let the tablet fall. Don't do that. I'm uh, trying to charge it as I'm using it. But for all you guys out there, make sure to rate and review the Rick and Johnny podcast on iTunes. Um, It really helps us out. The five-star ratings really do. It helps us get into the ears of more people. So, if you have an Apple Podcast account, yeah, you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, please give us that five-star review. It really does help us out, and we appreciate you guys for watching and listening. But, Johnny, let's dive into some more Batman stuff. And at WonderCon this past weekend, or it's probably just wrapping up as most weekend cons do, mm-hmm. um, with us recording on Sunday, we got some announcements. And the first one was DC Universe is going to have a Pennyworth series that kind of entails the 1960s and a younger Alfred Pennyworth who is going to go work for Thomas Wayne right after he comes out of British intelligence. We also have a ton of dates for like Swamp Thing, Justice League, The Fatal Five, Titan Season 2, Stargirl, Harley Quinn, I want to talk about both of them, but first let's talk about this Pennyworth series. We have seen the trailer. I'm going to put it down below in the description for you guys so you guys can see it as well. I want to get your thoughts, Johnny, to start, though. After watching the trailer and now seeing exactly what this is kind of going to be about, how should we feel about this Batman prequel? Because remember... The last time we got a Batman prequel, I know it was a Fox TV series, but Gotham, it enticed us early on, and then we were like, well, this doesn't have Batman in it, and then kind of, it went out. That's how it was for me, at least, of like, the first two seasons, wow, this is very interesting. Then it was like, oh, I just want to get to Batman, and then I stopped watching. See, I, I actually kind of liked Gotham. I, mm-hmm. I I need to catch back up with it because I just haven't had the time mm-hmm. to watch shows consistently. So, like, it's just like... It, it, so, I, I, I have... I'm going to at least check it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I have the channels and stuff to do it with, because I don't really go out of my way to yeah. find these shows because mm-hmm. I'm not paying anything extra yeah. right now. Well, if you had Hulu, it's I on used Hulu, to. I think. <laughs> I used to. Um, <clears throat> I had to let that one go for a mm-hmm. while. Um, no, but like, I, I, I'm intrigued to check it out because I did like Peggy Carter when I started watching it. And again, another one where it's like, I start watching it and just don't have the time and it kind of gets put on this back burner. Now I need to find where to watch it now that I do have the time and the money to pay for some of the, maybe one more streaming service, Mm -hmm. possibly two if I'm lucky. Yeah. Um, Obviously, one of them is going to be Disney once they get theirs out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, I so I'm intrigued to check it out at least and see. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe it won't be that type of movie, mm-hmm. sh- or not movie, but show that I like. There's some of them where like, oh, this looks really cool from the previews. And they go, this just isn't my cup of tea. I will be honest. <laughs> that pun. is exactly <laughs> Butler pun. <laughs> we got the Butler jokes here. Butler joke. British joke. British and Butler cup of tea. Jokes. Uh, but uh, we got a cup of haters. They got to throw the WWE joke I, in there. Also, Johnny, we're getting you into it. I'm not expecting you to get the old ones. Um, but the thing I look at this is I, there was kind of oh, two yeah. thoughts in my head. Oh yeah, the cream of which rises to the top, Johnny. But Going on what I was going to say, there were kind of two thoughts to me. Okay. Is the first one was a thought of fear of like, 
uh, is this going to be like Gotham, where it's like I'm really enticed into it because I love the Batman universe, but then I realize Batman's not going to be here? Then my, actually, three thoughts. My second thought was like, yeah, but will that happen because Batman's not born yet? You have the temptation of Batman like, then. The thing with Gotham that was so like, you showed us a young Bruce Wayne, which, good or bad, depends on you. I really don't like the whole he's training to become Batman as a young kid because I'm in the mindset my Batman was the one trains when he's a little bit older so that when he becomes Batman, he can actually do things and isn't a kid version. We never had the kid bat um, for Batman. But then I think about Titans, Doom Patrol that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. All these other like two series that we've seen so far I've enjoyed them from the DC Universe. Titan Season 1 was great. Doom Patrol is way different than Titans. It's kind of in that same style of like, yes, it's a little bit funnier, but it's got that same kind of DC style that it looks like all of them are going to kind of have. Yeah. But I'm enjoying Doom Patrol right now as I'm a little behind as I'm catching up with those. So I had that third thought, and I'm like, you know what? I think this Alfred thing... It's going to be fine, and we don't have to worry about it. It's actually yeah. going to be a fresh take on a character that, let's be honest, Doesn't Batman yeah. the Animated Series, love the Alfred jokes. Alfred could have been a uh, sneaky show stealer if we were reviewing the entire Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. You've got Jeremy Irons, who was great. I'm going to say great as Batman. You've got, oh, oh, what's his name? Um and the Christopher Nolan Batman um, played Austin Powers' father. That's where I know Kane, him from. isn't it? Yes, Kane. Where his Alfred was, was it the Alfred that I remember from the animated series? Not no, but it was a fucking Alfred. And that's the thing with this is going to be interesting of like seeing an Alfred before he becomes the butler to Thomas Wayne. I mm -hmm. wonder if it's going to be something where Alfred comes to work for Thomas, and that's where, with his British intelligence stuff, it's kind of a little bit more of a, than a butler, more of like a bodyguard. Yes, I think exactly. that's actually what they stated in mm -hmm. this, uh, what you and I watched yeah. for it, was that it's supposed to be, he gets hired because he kind of wants a bodyguard, mm -hmm. in a sense, or, uh, yeah, and that's what Alfred is being hired for, but it's probably going to be like, okay, well, you're going to double as a butler so that no one's thinking, or, oh, I hired strictly a bodyguard. Or maybe later on, it's like, hey, like, I don't need a bodyguard anymore. Kind of weans into, but please, would, we want you to stay with the family. I would like you to stay. Would you be our butler? Butler yeah. slash bodyguard. Butler slash bodyguard. Honestly, just do some things around the house and, that may, and we'll pay you to do it. And see, like that right away kind of speaks to me because it may that even, is like... It it then like even if it's something that like w this is Alfred before the traumatic events happen to Bruce yeah we're, to where it kind of fills in a gap in a way a gap of well you had Alfred and Bruce alive when he was a kid how was he able to do that how was he able to keep Bruce safe because of the background that we're going to mm -hmm. see in the series yeah exactly and his experiences with Thomas Wayne. Before Bruce was born. I think, and whenever, how many seasons they decide to do, because they mm -hmm. only have season one, ten episodes, right? I think it was supposed to be. May, I depends. think that's what they're saying so far. Yeah. Um, and not end this actual, like, season, but end mm -hmm. the series with Bruce Wayne's born. 
That's what I was thinking. Perfect. That's exactly what the I was thinking. The perfect way to end it. When you're about to end the se- series, Bruce gets born, and that's where it's like, hey, we'd like to keep you on like as our butler. And yeah. He accepts the butler position. If they don't do it in some way in the series. Like, if he's just a strict bodyguard up until this point, like, then at the end of the series, hey, would you like to stay around as our butler? I'd be like, perfect. Or be a, a perfect ending to the whole series, no matter how long. I'd it say runs. make it almost like a gradual into Butler, and I don't. I know I went down slope, like mm-hmm. as if it's a bad thing. It's not. Um, just make it like okay, so he's around the house more, and while there's like not really bodyguard things to do, like, yeah. and you don't have to make this like a full episode because that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be stupid. Like, make it like here and there. He's dusting. He's like, why are you doing that? You're my bodyguard. Yeah, Titans was eleven episodes. Doom Patrol is 15. I think it said it was going to be 10. Okay. But, I mean, that's that's up for change because they're probably still filming. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it would be cool to make it, like, a gradual, like, he's cleaning here and there because, like, I, I like to keep busy, sir. Yeah. Because his British intelligence is probably, he's got probably got a military-esque background. Yeah, and he's which probably means got, he got routine set in. It's like, I don't like, I don't like just sitting around mm-hmm. waiting. So he's like, <laughs> you see him clean here and there, and little snippets of the episode mm-hmm. where it's like, you get the like, you get the the we get the Alfred we know, yes, hidden in there, the Alfred that we know he's going to become, yeah, basically. but the one that we we know, How? and this will be the Alfred that like the side of Alfred we don't really know yet. This is actually a tricky question to ask, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I want to ask it, but I will anyways. Ask anyways. This, this goes for like goes. this goes for like Doom Patrol. And Titans, too. Because yeah. we've only gotten one season. And Titans, we're getting season two that's going to come out um, in the fall. That's why Stargirl is going to get pushed back. Yeah. Season two, there's going to be a lot. Deathstroke. Deathstroke's daughter, I've heard. Um, Jericho. You've got, um, oh, there's one I'm missing. So Deathstroke, Deathstroke's daughter. Um, Jericho. Oh, Superboy is also going to be in it as they teased it. At the end Connor of, Kent, spoiler, yeah. spoiler, spoiler, um, teases at the end of Titans season one. If people are backed like you are, um, I, it's not like a movie. It's been out. Yeah, it's been out for a year, but spoiler there. Um, yeah. Sorry. I got to be better with that. Yeah, Probably you do. Be you're you're not great. With, you're um, not great with the spoiler Well, it's thing. like Titans didn't just come out, but yeah. yet again, I was somebody that for the you, longest time, just recently, like a month or two ago, finished it yeah so like i'm sorry i hate i hate that that's that's the worst feeling in the world off topic a little bit no when i spoil something oh yeah like today when i spoiled that walking dead thing for you yeah and i totally didn't i thought you were up to date more than i was on uh walking dead stuff apparently you weren't no Um, i'm not because i just read like the dirt sheets now of like oh okay that's cool and i don't watch the episodes I think the last episode I watched was the introduction of Negan. Yeah, I made it up to... Like, where they just made it to the, so the you, settlement. you don't mind spoilers from my side? No, I've, okay. I've read them all because I yeah. stopped watching. I'm, I'm up to where the war is about to start. Okay. So. Has he... Has he used Lucille yet? I'll say that. Yeah, he has. In the way that I'm... In Has the he circle? used it in a brutal way? In the circle. To kill, I'm not going to say who, to kill a key member of the show. Yeah. Okay, so you are. Oh, I'm fuck. past that. No, I'm, Dude, that, I'm way past that. I'm at, like I said, off, I'm at the part where there's about to be a war. Off topic from DC for a second. Yeah. That in the comics, that scene in the comics, so brutal. 
so brutal. Oh no, it was brutal because he doesn't kill j- just that person. It's someone different in the comics. Yeah, it no. is so. All right, I'm gonna say this. If you haven't seen The Walking Dead, spoilers. Spoilers for about. Give me a minute. No, two minutes. Give us. Give two me minutes two minutes. Safe. Ready, starting now. All right. So when in the comic, it's not just Glenn. I, if I'm remembering correctly, he also kills Maggie too. Maggie is really? pregnant with their baby, and he kills. No, is it that? No, no. He kills Glenn, but Maggie is pregnant with their baby and sees it happening. Yeah, no, that's not that. That's happens. how it's exactly. In the yeah, series? it is. Okay. No, it was really. You don't mind that if I tell you that. Go. Quick. We've got about uh, a minute and a half. Okay. So what happens in the mo- in the movie mm-hmm. the show? They're all standing in the circle. Yeah. He hits someone else with the bat, too. Yeah. But he, because Glenn kind of interrupted, mm-hmm. he um just, he hits Glenn once in the head. That's how it was in the comic. Smashes his head and his eyes yep. kind of like, and he, he's comic. saying to Maggie, I'll find you, I'll find you. Mm. And then, wham, again, in front of Maggie. Yeah, that's. And then she finds out in like a later episode, she's pregnant with Glenn's baby. Yeah, that's exact. So it wasn't exactly like that. In the comic, she's actually showing. No, she is not showing yeah. it. She just, they, they find out later or on. Or like the one key difference I like, I find funny from the show to the movie or from the comic to the show. Yeah. Is that in the jail, when the governor attacks the jail, mm. Judith dies in the comic. Yes. Her uh, was an interesting choice. Her insides, or uh, I should say her mom's insides, get buckshotted with a shotgun yeah. in the comics. Whereas Carl kills his own mom. Yeah. Which, too. I mean, I get it, but why would you want to keep a baby around? I guess you couldn't kill it I on guess TV. It, it makes, and then it would it also it would make it more interesting for the show. And we are we got 20 seconds to fill. Because for the people that are skipping, like I don't yeah, want them to skip into gonna... a new conversation. So la di da di da 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 I'm just gonna start ten seconds sooner. So we're out of the Walking Dead spoilers. If you are just joining us and skipped ahead, you should be clicking right now, and you should be here. We're out of Walking Dead spoilers. So see, I I told you two minutes. I tried to keep it clear to what I'm gonna do, but. Here's the next thing I want to jump into. Okay. Is so at WonderCon, we got a slate for what we are going to see. So we're going to get Justice League, The Fatal Five. That's going to be April 16th. I am so pumped for that. That's the one I told you about. Yeah. Where it's got the the Green Lantern on the cover there, the, the chick. Yeah. She's the one that has like anxiety. Like she's a superhero with anxiety. Yeah. Like really so bad anxiety to where it's like, I don't want to go out today. And, like, that to me is just mind-blowing because we've never seen a superhero truly battle with like a mental like illness. That, yes. Yeah. Um, let's be honest. Some superheroes, they do have mental problems. But, like, yeah. nothing like but this But we haven't seen relatable. one with anxiety that's relatable like that. Exactly. There's also the other character who comes from a different point in the universe or in time. We don't have the medicine that he needs. Booster Gold, right? So he's kind of, yeah, Booster Gold. So he's kind of deteriorating. We're going to get Swamp Thing in May. I think the date here, May 31st. So end of May, we get Swamp Thing. That's a DC Universe series. Then in July, July 2nd, um, Young Justice comes back. Young Justice Outsiders. Then in the summer, 
I am so pumped after seeing this. I bet this. you are. I didn't know that this was happening. Batman Hush. I love Batman Hush. Hush to me is one of the best Batman comics that I have ever read. Hush is actually a very underrated villain in my mind. Um, because you get the whole psych- psychology of he actually knows who Batman is because mm-hmm. he's Bruce Wayne's childhood friend. Um, then we get Titans season two coming in the fall. That'll be along with Harley Quinn, which is an animated DC Universe series. And then in 2020, we will get Stargirl. Stargirl was supposed to come out in the fall, but I guess they're doing Titans season two and bumping Stargirl until 2020. The thing I want to ask you about this, Johnny, is what are your thoughts with this lineup? I'm interested in Swamp Thing because it's supposed to be a DC horror-esque mm-hmm. well, and the TV thing that series. You found out that you told me is uh, where did they film it? They're filming in Louisiana, mm-hmm. which is freaking perfect. Yeah. I mean, if they're actually filming in Louisiana, they get, mm-hmm. they're they're doing it right. So the thing I'm excited. I, I'm interested to check that one out. The thing I like about the DC Universe series so far, yeah, they're all different tones. We're like Titans, kind of reminded me of that, like kind of like what Jeff Johns and them wanted to do from the start in the DCEU, mm-hmm. where it's a Titans take. They're true to the characters, but also. It's fucking real. Like it is re it gets real. Like it's not your foofy comic like what Zack Snyder was talking about, like being open to things. Yeah. We were open to Titans, but hey, it was actually done right. So that's why no one complained about it. Mm-hmm. Um maybe if you let Jeff Johns do his thing, like I was saying from the beginning, in Jeff Johns we trust, like the guy knows what he's doing. Um, but that's besides the point. I mean, he wrote done. the fucking comics for some of those. Exactly. So. And I'm done complaining about Zack Snyder. That was all in our first segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you have Titans was the real one. You have D, uh, Doom Patrol. I almost said DC Patrol. Doom Patrol, which has got more of a comedy vibe to it. Um, Swamp Thing, which you said is going to be horror. You've got uh, Harley Quinn, which is going to be your animative uh, comedy, mm-hmm. and then Star Girl. I we still don't know what the tone of that show is going to be because we haven't heard anything or seen anything about it. You know me; I'm ultra just sets of hype. Batman Hush, I'm the most hyped about. Justice League: The Fatal Five. I was actually going to ask you. I'll ask you right now on the podcast. No pressure. You don't have to give me a for sure answer, mm-hmm. but. If I look at our, I'm going to pull up our handy dandy um, calendar here. Nice. So my question to you, we have a break the weekend of April 16th. No movie coming out that week for us. Hmm. It was our break. We've got the Shazam, Hellboy, then a break. Before we lose our minds at Avengers Endgame. Um, Here's the idea I had. And we wouldn't have to pay anything for this movie. We wouldn't even have to go anywhere for this movie. Because that movie drops on April 16th. April 16th. I believe that's a Friday. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I'm going to pull it up right here on the podcast. No, it's a Tuesday. So, my question to you is because we don't have a movie review for that week's podcast. Would you want to watch... Young, watch Justice League: The Fatal Four. We could just do it on our own time. We don't even Fatal have five. to go together. Fatal Five, um, and review that much like we do a movie review. Because uh, I we don't see have see for my schedule, okay. but 
I wanted to bring that up. Didn't mean to press you here on the podcast, but I thought of that and I was like, holy shit, I can't wait to. We're going to talk about it in one way or another, even if it's just me giving you guys thoughts. Um, but I thought, hey, let's do the movie review style for it. The Harley Quinn one's going to be interesting, too, because we've mm-hmm. actually have seen a snippet of what to expect yeah. from that like a year ago. And then Titans, like you we're getting Deathstroke, we're getting Jericho, like it's coming together a little nicely where, yes, we had our questions. Starboy, I mean, some people are saying, oh, we're kind of getting to that too soon. Let's see what they do with it. Let's totally see. But I can't wait for all of these. And I DC Universe, like they haven't whiffed on anything mm-hmm. in my mind yet. And I've also heard on the Internet, don't quote me if it's a little wrong. I just this is headline reading for me. But apparently starting in April, they are going to have all their comics for everyone. Cause that's been one of my criticisms about the app is like, Oh, I want to read this series. Well, it's got one issue. I guess I can't read this series cause I'm not just going to read this one issue. I want to read a few issues in a row. Bingo. We are going to have that. Oh, nice on the DC app, but any final thoughts before we move on into some star Wars discussion? No, it should be interesting. Uh, some of these look pretty fun and, uh, I know you you and that Intrigued Swamp to see thing. It. You're looking for that Swamp thing. That's Kinda probably am. your number one. That's the one I kind of want to check out most. You like horror, though. I do. Like Pet Cemetery, It. If it was just me, probably would be on the back burner, but Johnny's like, I want to go see those movies. Yeah. If we were able to, we would have saw Us because you like those horror movies yeah, it um, been inter- that come out. I was like, yeah, that one looks interesting. But this is where you well. guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. First about the Pennyworth series, but then about this whole slew of DC Universe stuff that we are going to be getting on the Apple. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. And Johnny, let's move on into our last discussion, and it's a Star Wars discussion. Star mm-hmm. Wars Episode Nine. we're expecting to get to that at the end of the year, and we kind of got a little theory in mind. This is coming from ScreenRant.com. They have an article that says Star Wars Nine theory, Kylo and Ray, or Ray and Kylo's force connection will bring true balance. I want to ask you this. I kind of took their question hmm. and rephrased it on our outline sheet, so I'm going to make it correct here. The theory and the question I want to ask you is, do you think Ray and Kylo Ren are going to be, I said originally, true balance to the force? But just in general, are they going to bring true balance at the end of episode nine? Mm, debatably, yes. I mean, uh, as of now, and we, we this is obviously we don't have mm-hmm. a lot of answers to what's going to go in go into the storyline mm-hmm. of episode nine yet. You got only one Jedi. I'm going to call him Jedi and Sith, even though we've kind of like distance ourselves distance ourselves from that actual faction. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to say than. Light user and dark user. Yeah. So we got and then one. we got gray users gray, as well. Great. That's called a gray Jedi. Gray Ricky. Jedi. <laughs> got ourselves a light user and a dark user, and right in between are the gray Jedi's. <laughs> exactly. Paint our happy little lightsaber. Bob even, Ross. Even though I, I sound a little bit more like Matthew McConaughey. I thought something totally different. I feel like I sound more like Matthew McConaughey. I thought a lowered voice. Uh, who was the who was the um, the housekeeper in 
split in the monster's head. Oh God, I don't remember the the, the older lady who was uh, very young and proper. Oh, that's not the housekeeper. That was uh, she was in what charge. Was I can't remember her name though. That's who. That's the image I got when you. No, were no, I was the more lower so, voice. I realized I'm like I. I it was sort all right, of a, all right, all right, all right. It was like halfway Matthew be- McConaughey's. It here. was halfway between Matthew McConaughey and his new uh, commercials and uh, the car Bob commercials. Ross, the new car commercials. The best thing about this swimming pool is I'm just gonna jump right in. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyways, um, I'm gonna use Jedi and Sith throughout yeah. this, just so you guys know. I that's mean, the main point. I- after our Matthew McConaughey <laughs> kind of aside there. Uh, anyways, uh, when I say Jedi Sith, that's just for reference of yeah. light user, dark user. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I know what we've distanced. Just so no one in the comments goes, they're not Jedi and Sith anymore. Yeah. Okay. So explanation set set. Remember that, please. Okay. I beg you. I don't want. I don't want to see that comment below because I know. I already Somebody's know. Somebody's gonna jump ahead. And They're totally gonna jump ahead and say it anyways. Me. I know. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. Oh. Uh, so we got raised a light user, mm-hmm. and um, Kylo Ren. Wow, that was bad. As a dark side, as a Sith. Yeah. You, Jedi and Sith. We got Rey's a Jedi. Thank you. Kylo Ren you're like, Sith. I'm going to go Jedi as Sith. Jedi and then I and said Sith. light user. Said, light user. I was like, all right, I'm going to let you go. But we got Rey as a Jedi. Kylo is Sith. There you go. And it's going to, that connection is going to either, I'm saying it's one of two things. Mm-hmm. They are siblings because you can kind of see the same general idea with mm-hmm. Luke and Leia, whereas they can somewhat communicate. But like it wasn't like bam, we're skyping, like they describe <laughs> we're in skyping, the man. Well, it was what they described in the article for one, mm-hmm. but two, literally, it was like Skype. <laughs> they like were showing, they like saw each other mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and that was the thing. It's like it's so they're either siblings or the connection that is um, Kenobi and uh, Skywalker mm-hmm. is that tight between them that these are the last two. And it's supposed to be like the Sith had a long time rule of rule of two. Well, as mm-hmm. of now, we only have two force users known in the universe. And literally, I, I love this picture that they put up there because it is perfect description of yin and yang. Because mm-hmm. there are some dark things in Ray's head that like she wants answers to. And if she were to go the selfish route of the Sith. Yeah. She would use the dark side to find those. Whereas... Yeah, he killed his own father, mm-hmm. but he still can't let go of the light. I am going to do this. I am going to say the answer to the question mm-hmm. is no. Yeah. They will not bring true balance to the force. The reason why okay. is there's the first thought in my head. You can't, in a Star Wars movie, you can't bring true balance to the force. You just can't because it's kind of like life. Yeah. Where Our life that we live in is never going to be perfect. True. It is never going to be perfect. Like, we love a peaceful world. And yes, the thing is that we want people to be good to each other. But there will always be, from what I've learned from Star Wars, what I've learned from comic books, what I've learned from movies, there will always be good people and there will always be bad people. Yeah. And then there will always be people in the middle that are like, I'm a good person, but fuck it, I'm not taking it anymore, and I'm going to cross the line. Or like, I'm a bad person, and I'm sorry for what I've done, I'm going to cross over. So there's the middle of people switching back and forth, but there will always be a good and a bad. 
Like, nobody's and, ever going to be 100% good. And I get this as saying that both of them are kind of going to bring it together. But if you do that now, unless you're saying Star Wars 9 is going to be the last Star Wars movie we ever do, it sets you up for... I know that they've said this will end this timeline and the next one they do will be its own kind of story. Mm -hmm. Like this ends the cycle that we've started with all the way back from A New Hope. But I kind of have I kind of have an issue with them bringing true balance to the force because then every other Star Wars movie that you do, Mm -hmm. even though it's in a different Time and place is always in the past. You can never do one in the future because there's no light and dark anymore. It's balance. But, I mean, think about it this way. True balance can just mm. be a construct. And to them Explain it's... Explain yourself. I'm going to. Please. Because <laughs> that did nothing for me. <laughs> you, know, just... you know big words and me don't get along. <laughs> we, we agree to coexist, but we don't like each other. <laughs> um, construct. <it's> a... <laughs> They use it in Green Lantern as well, so learn I know they do. Anyways, anyways, it's a construct where Mm. true balance is whatever that timeline, that era, whatever you want to call it, sees true balance to be. And to me, the Mm. yin and yang that they're throwing up there is absolutely perfect because it's not of like, okay, there's no more good and evil going on. This is just what it is. It's the ebb and flow of back and forth of mm-hmm. good and then evil, good then evil, and like things not necessarily just balancing out, but like just wavering so you're back and instead forth. Instead of like, hey, we're on two sides. No, we can kind of work together. It's kind of like it's an ebb and flow back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah, it is never just a stagnant. We're right here. It is. Mm. It's fluid. It's moving back and forth. It's the ether. Yeah, I mean, and that's where like true balance to me. Is you're mm-hmm. gonna have you, know, it's one dark, one light, and it's the back and forth flow of it going back and forth, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm thinking. It's like true balance, whereas like you had, um, it, it was a is like a two separate things when it was the first three movies, mm-hmm. and then you had where it was like okay, the Jedi are the numbers, they have everything, the Sith rule of two, but guess what? They're gaining all the power. That's where, like, there was an ebb and flow, and then it started to lean heavy into the the Sith dark side, whereas mm-hmm. there's a bad thing taking over. But then there's the re- Rebellion, which is pulling it back to their side, mm-hmm. and it keeps pulling back. The yeah. First Order pulled it back to theirs, blah, I blah, just, blah, and back and forth. In my mind, I don't see true balance to the Force being the ending goal for Episode Nine. No, they have another goal in mind. To me, the end goal is, and this is where all of this kind of pulls in, Mm -hmm. the yin and yang thing of Rey and Kylo Ren. It's to bring Kylo Ren back. He's drowning right now. Rey is going to save him. Because the connection that you talk about, that Mm -hmm. um, the article even mentions, like Snoke, when... They were in front of Snoke. Ray believes, hey, they're still good. Inside of him. Inside of Kylo. I feel like that is enough for her to, the goal is not going to be true balance of the force. It's let's save Kylo. And that's where you can then go in a different discussion by bringing Kylo out of the darkness back into the light, much like in Kingdom Hearts where you're pulling people out of darkness and can pull them into the light. Mm -hmm. Is that going to be 
bringing true balance to this Skywalker solo lineage that we've seen from, from the first movie. So, like, this family that we've been with, mm-hmm. Luke can then get, cl- like, like the four, the with him, Closure everything is balanced because Leia's gone. You've got Han's gone. Chewie's still there, but, like, really it's Luke. Yeah. Luke is there. And I wonder if the end of episode nine will be Kylo being saved from the darkness by Rey and then Rey and Kylo learn under Luke to bring back the Jedi or start their own. No, Not- Luke became Force Ghost at the end. Oh, that's of right. Eight. Did he? I yeah, forgot he just- episode eight. That's right. You're right. However, I think he comes back and sees Rey. But As the Force Ghost type thing. At yeah. that point, thank you for that. Because no problem. Episode eight. I'll be honest. I was not a huge fan of Episode eight. Um, I'll just leave it at this. Ryan Johnson and I had vastly different ideas of what we want from a Star Wars movie. Now mm-hmm. we'll leave that at that. Um, had a great example for this is pod racing. Um, but I digress. Yeah, I just think that the true goal, to keep it simple, is Ray getting pulled from the darkness. Now, do you see that as balancing everything? Maybe it can for the solo Skywalker family. Yeah. Because now once is lost, is found. But also it brings a double kind of meaning to it because then Kylo Ren, somebody he looked up to so much in Darth Vader... Kylo was able to come back to the light before it was too late, unlike Darth Vader, who yeah. Darth Vader didn't come back to the light until he was dying and Luke had killed him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure uh, where to go from here at the very moment because I'm just mm-hmm. thinking, like, uh, to be do fair, you think Kylo, in the article— Do well, you think Kylo's going to be coming back to the light or I not? I don't, actually. Okay. I don't. I I mean, I think he's going to always—like, they're going to show that he's always going to have that struggle mm-hmm. or— Something, but I I don't think he's necessarily going to, especially if they want to kind of keep this whole story run going. Because mm-hmm. even if it's like, now they're not going to do. Se- I don't think they're going to do separate universe type thing. I think they're, if anything, they're going to change like where in the timeline. Yeah, like they're different jump. points in the canon. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, if you go farther down in the timeline, like they did for Rogue One. Yeah. Well, Rogue One was like kind of an in between movies. But exactly. Movie. Like one might be. Hey, while New Hope was going on, this was going on. Okay, over I get here. a different part of the universe. Exactly. There's somewhere else there, mm-hmm. someone else's canon. So. Universe is huge, man. It's true. There um, are Jedi's all over the place. I meant separate universes in like DC has multiverses. Yeah, no, that's but they're why not going to do. I don't think they're, they're going to do that. Keep this universe together, but yeah. bounce around. And then they're also they could jump timeline, jump in somewhere else in the timeline because we had episode Bingo. four, five, six, mm-hmm. then one, two, three, yeah. then seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Then we had Solo, which is be- like kind of an before slash in between things. Kind of like somewhat, probably could be around the time the Anakin stuff was going on. Like, think about that. Like, episode two and three. Yep. It could be around that era. Yeah. No, you're right. Could be like, you're talking like the end of Anakin before he became Darth Vader. Yeah, that's why I said two and three. 
You know what? I wonder, did they mention the Clone Wars during that? I can't remember. I don't remember. Well, you, I didn't see it. Yeah, so. it was Dave and I that went But I, I, I had the opportunity on Netflix and I neglected so far. Oh, you got to see it, man. It's <laughs> I a good do. Movie. I said I neglected. But I can't remember. Someone in the comment section helped me out because I have a bad memory. If they mentioned the Clone Wars. I know Wars. he was going in to be a pilot for the, the Empire. Wars? Okay. But yeah, I don't, I just, aside from that... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have so to look could, it up. But go ahead with what you were saying. Which is weird, because they're using clones, so it couldn't... It had to mm-hmm. be in after the Clone Wars. Yeah. This is getting weird. I'm going to watch that movie so I can yeah, see what no, the fuck's going will. on. But go ahead. Um, But it also says here in the article later on, the Force isn't like... And it, and it was also stated by um, Luke that the you don't, you don't use the Force. You don't, like, have the Force. The Force mm-hmm. is all around yeah. you. So technically, if the force wants to be balanced, and that's why I go back to the yin and yang, it's not going to be like this, oh, I have this bar that's perfectly mm-hmm. leveled. It's going to be like an ebb, like I said, an ebb and flow. When you take a bingo, bingo, I, bingo, boingo. I remembered the big spoiler for salt. Ah! You would see it. Screw it. I got to spoil it. To, yeah, you're are you dick, okay with me ahead. spoiling it? You're a dick, but go so, ahead. <laughs> the reason why. It's actually taking place just before before episode one. Really? Because Darth Maul's in it. Oh, shit. I, I totally didn't know that. I forgot Darth Maul was in it. Darth Maul is in it, and he is kind of like the mastermind behind the whole plot. Okay. Don't give me any more so than that. But So it's episode one. That's like the huge thing at the end. There you go. See? Um, so, yeah. I had to spoil it for you for the conversation. But yes, it, this is Solo was taking place. But you didn't spoil enough to where I'm going to be upset about it. Yeah, but when the reveal comes, you're going to be like, oh, I knew this. Yeah, I knew Whereas this. Dave and I was like, what the fuck? That was basically our reaction wah, watching wah, it. The, wah, wah, yeah, wah, the ham wah. horns going off like crazy. But go ahead with what you're saying. I just had to interject. Well, with and, that. and Luke is actually stated that you don't control, like, you don't, like, the force is not yours. Mm hmm. It is all around the universe. You're just kind of using it yeah. to do things. And so that's like, well, so the force is not going to be balanced or the force is going to be balanced in the way it wants to be balanced. Yeah. So it's got a mind of its own. It, it's going to ebb and flow. Like it said, mm-hmm. I just with me, I feel like the whole true balance concept, it's not going to happen universally because you can't. Yeah. You can't have a world where everything is in harmony. You need some sort of If you conflict. stay on your own fucking planet, it can. <laughs> True. Like, just ask Alderaan. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, this, is that too soon? To the area code or telephone number you have dialed is not valid. Yeah, Please that, hang up and that, try again. Is that Thank too you. soon uh, making jokes about Alderaan getting blown up? Looking um, for love in Alderaan places. In Alderaan places. Alderaan places. I will say, bad move by me. But I love using that pickup line on dating apps, and I have not found the right nerdy girl to uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Just comes off as weird. I guess. Hey, I'm looking just for looking for love in Alderaan places. places. Well, I mean, it could you be kind of weird because you know they go Alderaan, Alderaan, Alderaan places. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but like, I'm a nerd, so of course I'm going to use stupid shit like that. Of course. But back to what I was saying, you you need conflict. So to me, the ending of Star Wars Episode Nine is going to be about obviously Rey and Kylo. Yeah, but it's going to end with Kylo. Where what's the ending? Is it bringing him into the light from the dark? Like I talked about, he looked up to Darth Vader. He was do, he was able to do 
what Darth Vader never could, mm-hmm. and that has come back to the light after surrendering or surrendering himself to the darkness. But then also you have kind of the flip side on that of will he then just dive further through and does he become another product of the dark side? Anakin, Darth Vader, same person, but we had it twice in his life where he came to it the first time, episode three. Anakin, I have the high ground. This is over. That was the first time because he lost everything. And then the second time... He kind of turned at the end mm-hmm. when the mask comes off and Luke, we see his face, but it was too late. He was dead. He was dying. There's yeah. no way he was escaping that alive. No. He, well, I think it's, he took the mask off because he said, I want to look at you with my eyes. Bingo. And that's he, the reason he because, died. Because he knew he wasn't escaping it anyway. So, hey, I want to look at you with my eyes. I don't care if it kills me. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, mm-hmm. just take this thing off me so I can look at you with my eyes since I'm not going to last much longer. Probably because yeah. the electrical ruined the systems and everything, mm-hmm. too. But, I mean, that is – that's the big question for me. And that's a whole other discussion that we can get into another day of just Kylo Ren and his Darth Vader connection and all that. Um, any final thoughts that you're having about I'm wondering – I'm actually wondering where they're going to lead this to because I, I've – for one, feel like Kylo's not going to go back to the light side, mm-hmm. but I wonder if there's going to be any fo- uh, ghost forcing aside from. I feel like there's definitely going to be something from Luke. Yeah, some go- force ghosting, but uh, which sounds weird. Um, but force I wonder if they're going to throw. Man. Wonder if they'll throw like a little like nightmare scene in, at Kylo, where it's like mm-hmm. his whole like almost like his kind of like how he used to see the one where it was the burning wreckage and like he came to kill Luke. Yeah, he did train under Luke. He did train early, but I almost wonder if it's gonna be like a nightmare scene, almost like him starting to doubt the dark side, mm-hmm. because maybe it'll be like they'll. And it would be a simple thing for them to do: show like um, Darth Vader admitting going back to the dark side on his deathbed. And Mark Hamill is listed as the cast on IMDb. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be almost. I wonder if there will be anything because that would be a cool concept to throw in there. Apparently, there's also going to be archive footage from uh, Carrie Fisher as well. Oh wow! Because it says Carrie Fisher, Layla uh, or Organa, 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 Layla. And then Organa. it says at archive footage, so they're huh. going to use archive footage for um, Leia. Um, but yeah, Obi Wan, you're my only hope. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be a callback. I think they. I thought I saw something about that, but I could be wrong. But yeah, no, you're gonna get. Um, Mark Hamill is in it, so I'm assuming maybe Star Ghost, if not even like a flashback for Ray. Could be. Maybe Ray has a dream where that's how Luke comes to either Force Ghost, Ghost or. Form. Um, but I wonder, like I was trying to say, um, yeah. um, Kyle Ren has like a nightmare sequence, kind of. Mm-hmm. putting doubt again into the, the dark side of it, where it's like he sees that. Remember this, like we've seen, we were just talking about where Darth Vader renounces the dark side on his mm-hmm. deathbed, and he, like, wakes up going, like, wondering if, like, what that meant and hoping that doesn't, like, almost shaking the foundation of why he's Sith in the first place. True. That'd be kind of cool th- construct to throw in there, but I, I think concept. To throw I in think there. framing this movie mostly around Kylo Ren would not be a bad idea. It wouldn't. Like I mean, Ray, I get it. Like Ray's the tool to bring him to the light, but like 
Kylo Ren is such an interesting character. Yeah, let's finish like kind of his arc at least. Plus, Adam Adam Driver's been doing great. Yeah, like with that. Plus the other movies we saw him in. I can't remember what was the one we saw him in about the the heist at the. Oh, Channing Tatum was in it. Lucky it was, something, isn't it? Was that Lucky Seven? Lucky Logan. That was it. Lucky Logan. Like in that, he was a totally different movie than Star Wars. Yeah, his character had the prosthetic arm. Yeah, right? did, yeah. he did. So, uh, dude, <laughs> Lucky Logan, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it. Um, but that's going to do it for the Rick and Johnny podcast. Make sure to check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. Podcast services around the world, youtube.com backslash most valuable podcasts, real at most valuable pod podcasts, uh, most valuable podcasts.com. Yeah, look at us at podcast.com. We just have it now. Most valuable podcasts. Dot com. Make sure to support us on Patreon. Um, new rewards coming April 2nd. Uh, make sure to help us support there. We can't do what we do without the help from our patrons. Also, make sure to give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Make sure to check out our Dumbo review also. But I am done giving you guys homework to do. Make sure to keep on keeping on. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.